focus to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever wanted life manifest destiny. I work my fingers to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever wanted life manifest destiny. Damn, I destroyed myself, but you contributed. I destroyed myself, but you helped. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. This episode brought to you by, <clears throat> now that I'm on paper with the state of Oklahoma, 13-Step Tone Solutions and morebands.com, More Bands Media. Jonathan Grissom, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Uh, if you guys feel froggy to donate and help us out on the Local Earshot, go on over to localearshot.com slash donate. Um, we're also open for sponsorship. Yeah, we're so. gonna we're we're, ta- we're definitely more open to talks with that. Um, actually, just learning the game a little bit better. I think we can do this and do it well. It's uh, I think we can work a pretty good deal. Um, I think you know, we didn't know what we were doing, so it was kind of like we just don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I think now that I'm kind of navigating this paperwork shit and learning what business is and how it kind of <clears throat> works a little bit, I I think we can do that and still hold some level of principles about maintaining the local scene. You know. So, and hey, if you guys don't want to donate or give us a sponsorship, at the very least, go over and listen to us on the Fountain app. That'll give us micro cents per per stream. But hey, it helps us out. So hey, they add up. Come on. Anyways, <clears throat> on with the goddamn show. No. Noggle. Hola. How are you, man? Wonderful. How are you? Oh, pretty good, man. Especially after hitting all that shit before we did the show. It's been a while what since happens? I did a show stoned. What? I know. I know. Shout out to Nikki Jackson. She ruined me on that. We got so high during her episode. I just, uh, I'm listening to the playback of it. I'm like, I, I'm just not going to do that again. Well, well do, do we need to take a break? And- <laughs> <laughs> Go mean, do it again. I mean, sh- sh- I mean deja vu. <laughs> well, I kind of creeped your Facebook. I, I, when we're doing uh, first time, I, I just try to vet guys kind of through other people that I know. Okay, they're legit or eh, maybe not. But <clears throat> I try not to ask too many questions leading up to it because I want to you know, introduce you to whoever's listening to. So, um, yeah, hell, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, I'm Noggle. I've moved here in 2009, been in several different bands around the scene, and right now I guess they're promoting Tilt Largo. Yeah, uh, that's who got a hold of us. We got a hold of uh, Denny. J.D. Scott got a hold oh. of Denny, who got a hold of us. Yep. And, and um, so, new band. Yep, brand new um, band. How long y'all been around? Um, October will be one year. We actually formed. I f- kind of went over there and hung out with them on Halloween, and that's oh, that how was it. it. Kind of. Where did a name like Tilt Largo come from? Where'd that? Well, Tilt, like Denny wanted people to like tilt their heads and move, and Largo the musical progression of how it moves. <laughs> Den- Denny's Denny's a Denny's a character. He's pretty cool. Well, that's cool, man. Just musicians. It's like. Uh, I've walked into rooms at shows and like I've seen dudes that just look like the most intimidating, almost scary looking dudes. And then you start talking to them, and a lot of them are just big old nerds and musicians mm-hmm. like we are. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of funny to just just to kind of pick everybody's brain. But um, um, as far as where you guys are, because uh, okay, October of last year, <clears throat> things were. I mean, shows were were back. Uh, I mean, since yeah, COVID, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, St- I mean, hell, there's still kind of some weirdness when you go to a show. At some places, <laughs> yeah, some places are awesome, but I, you know. I, I haven't. I've seen. Uh, I'm talking like maybe um, 
I don't know. I've I've seen a mix, man. Even mm-hmm. like the theater shows. Some sometimes you go and it's no, I just, just I just walking around. Uh, Shawnee at the Ritz. That place was awesome. I saw Elizabeth Turner out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, you, yeah. it wasn't that show. This was, okay. uh, gosh, when was that? This has been a couple a few months, months ago. Yeah, now, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Ritz was one mm-hmm. that's it's pretty free and, and yeah, they let you do what you want. Tower Street. The Tower in Oklahoma City was a little more strict. They they had more of a mask policy mm-hmm. and, and you know whatever. But yeah, I heard at one point they had even a vaccine policy. Oh, I don't know. They didn't check my vaccine uh-huh. card, uh-huh. but they made sure we had masks. I saw John uh-huh. Moreland. There's one like it was a rowdy crowd. Yeah. That's an acoustic yeah. show. Oh, okay. But, uh, uh, yeah, other places. I haven't been to 89th since uh, probably before. No problem. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Just all Willie and Ellie doing the gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Just if play, if play, any play, place play. is uh, known for. Uh, Probably the first place in the city that you can catch a good mosh pit. That would probably be at uh, 89th Street. Yeah. <laughs> Not as good as the old Chameleon, but yeah. Ah, I haven't. I, I I played early, early on, and then I walked away from bands and music altogether about 2006. Uh-huh. And then here in the last couple of years, I've kind of started bouncing back around and seeing everybody. But I never stopped playing guitar uh-huh. That's good. or being creative, but... I don't know. I just didn't really like the people, especially around that time. So I was like, fuck it, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm ghosting. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't blame you. Well, what's what do you play in the band? Are you, I play bass. Bass player? Okay. Bass. How, is that the instrument you started on like, oh, yeah. when you were a yeah. kid? Yep. Started playing when I was in sixth grade. My buddy's like, hey, dude, we need a bass player. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. All right. Four strings. I got four fingers. Let's make this shit work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then he just let me borrow his brother's bass for like three years. I was like, okay. So uh, you're in multiple bands, I I take it. Uh, What are the names of your other ones? We'll give them a Uh, shout out. Right now I'm in $5 Thrill and Tilt Largo. Oh, okay. Um, What are some of the uh, things you've noticed since um, like things came back from COVID? Uh, not, I mean, there's some things that have changed at like certain places. I guess they're like, like mass policies and stuff like that. But I mean, there's not as much sharing, <laughs> like, like, but other than that, not much of a change, not, not, not that I've really, not a lot of the places that I go to okay. so, or that I've been to a lot. So no, it's came back when, when one of the first shows came back, it was all open up and it was just like, all right. And then. Like seven people got COVID that week, and oh, it was Jesus. like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> and then it was like, "All right." The next show was right back open. Played at Kendall's. It was Kendall's was great. Like I was like, "All right, this is working out." Like, and here so, we are, a yeah. year later. I, you I, know, I know. I don't know. I think with that kind of stuff, it comes a point where you're just not going to stop people. Oh no, no, you and can't. Once, like, once the gates were open with shows, it's oh. like, yeah, y'all can try and maybe close this down again, but I just don't think you're gonna be able to. Not here in Oklahoma. <clears throat> yeah, maybe other places. I could see other places, but here in Oklahoma, it's a little bit different. I mean, look how look how lax they are about the rec- medical marijuana. Yeah, trying to get everything else passed. So it's I, Oklahoma, hey, man. What's your opinion on that? You think how far away you think we are from it f- going full? full I don't want recreational. recreational. You really? I really don't. I well, think it should just stay medical. I've noticed in a lot of the other states, like that recreational has passed, the laws that have gotten a little bit more stricter upon like the growers themselves. Like you can't, you can't grow as much for your personal self anymore when it when it does go 
when it so passes like, a lot of times. When it so. goes fully recreational, the the legislation just goes fucking bananas. Right now, it's right now Oklahoma is just kind of beautiful how it's set up. So. I've heard I've heard that, and I've actually <clears throat> since actually learning a little bit about it and talking to distributors and growers and heard the differences from mm-hmm. Colorado, California. California's yeah. I, I detect a hint of jealousy that, when they talk about Oklahoma weed. Well, <laughs> well, 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 I heard the statistics some, the other day that we have more dispensaries here in Oklahoma than California, Oregon, and Seattle, or than California, Oregon, and Washington. I was I, like, that's, I mean, I, I believe it, but, but I, I don't point, know. I'm like, <clears throat> I know that it's still very it's flooded. <laughs> it's still a very weird subject, even mm-hmm. in some places where it's supposedly open and, and mm-hmm. recreational. <clears throat> we took a road trip through uh, Vegas. So we went through uh, New Mexico, Arizona, uh, Nevada, back through Utah where it's not, but Colorado where it's fully open. And honestly, the weed in Vegas sucked. I mean, it, it's just, it is yeah. what it is. But in any of the, the states we drove through, it's not like it is in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you don't just see dispensaries. Mm-hmm. And you can find them. Easily. But in Oklahoma, right <laughs> they're like liquor stores and churches, yep. man. They're everywhere. Every and corner. I, I actually like it. Well, yeah. 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 I, I actually I mean, thought by this point in time that we would have seen more of them wash out. Yeah. Like, I, I figured they would too, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, but everybody's got to get a little bit in the pot. You that know? cash has to go through yeah. some hands. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be washed somehow. <laughs> yeah. Shh, we better cut this short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't want to go conspiracies and stuff, man. <laughs> well, I mean, either way, to that end, I will say I've heard it from people from other states, mm-hmm. as well as bragging from people within our state that Oklahoma weed has some of the best in the country. Oh, and, you know, I'm I'm a little biased in that because I mean I have friends that grow it and make it, and mm-hmm. if they're giving me shit to smoke, I'm gonna say it's the best because it's free. <laughs> Sometimes, but it's, it's good to be honest to them too because Absolutely. if it's not good, man, you gotta you gotta be like, dude, no, you gotta wash it more. Have you uh, <laughs> have you seen uh, Reservation Dogs? Oh yeah, I've heard like of that. It. I haven't seen. Yeah, it. so there's an episode on that that like there's this old Indian and he's uh he's a, like their grandpa and he's like he's like no I got this weed and it's like. 70 years old or so like it's like fucking old ass weed from like the 70s and shit and uh and they end up he's like no i try to sell this and stuff and make some money and then they take him around town and all these people are like man what the fuck is this old ass weed he's like Le- weed's legal in oklahoma what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and then uh, and, and owner like they, they go to a dispensary uh, on the reservation they go to this dispensary and, and he opens up the jar and the guy's like doing the inspection of the of the like nugs and stuff and then he smokes it and he just starts coughing like a motherfucker and he's like yeah yeah that's that good stuff and he goes no it's horrible <laughs> it's horrible and then he ends up giving him a pre-roll like like gives him a, a joint mm-hmm. for free and he's in the car and he's smoking this like joint and he's like, "Yo, kids, I'm high as fuck." <laughs> like and he's like, and he's like, fucking just smoking a medical joint from nowadays, you know, oh, versus his yeah. old shit. Like, Man, that's mm-hmm. the, that is one of the the kickbacks I have heard for not wanting to go recreational. They they is limit such a focus is paid on the plants as a medical need that the quality that's where, that's better. their concern. It's like the be. way that, that the grow's designed, you can't just have. Joe Smo running it. Yeah. I mean, there is, but, you know. Right. <laughs> well, and if, if if the goal is to, if we're going to consider it a medication, mm-hmm. it, needs to be it needs to be considered medication. Yep. You're right. I mean, I mean, my neurologist is the one that was like, hey, you need to do this. 
I was like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> I, have, I have PTSD and I um, and you know veteran and everything and. But yeah, like I was on a bunch of medications from the VA, like about nine to ten different medications, and uh, and they were making me like lethargic and mm. suicidal and all sorts of shit. And it wasn't me. And so I uh, I I went to my doctors and I was like, I'm switching over because I was like, my whole college years I was fine, and I was like, it's legal in Colorado, and I've been smoking weed for several years. Yep. And I was like, I was good those years, and I always achieve goals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and now none of that's happening. So, you know, so I just quit. (laughs) Well, and, and, you know, it's not for everybody the same as those antidepressants work for some people. They work for Uh, some um, people. They do work for some people. They work for some people. Some people, they don't, though. Um, (laughs) We can argue uh, it probably doesn't more than it does. But I think a lot of things like you need to learn to control yourself. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, as a former booze hound and, and uh, yeah. pill guy, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a former abuser, yeah, so yeah, of sorts, and it, it, it's of it's a, it's <laughs> as much in here as it is in yeah. the in the body and, and the physiology of it too, man. I think there's just some molecules that, man, some people take to that mm-hmm. it's just dangerous it for them to be exposed to, yeah. you know. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that, but I mean. Totally. By and large, I can't complain about the medical marijuana situation no. in Oklahoma. It seems like this, the for it being as red of a state as it is, it, it seems like the legislators are willing to meet that middle ground. It, it blew my mind. Yeah. But, hey, it's it's good deals. It's, it's, it's a trip, man. Yeah. Is this like is this even fucking real anymore? Yeah, yeah. Bible Belt, Oklahoma. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> as you said earlier, churches. Churches, liquor stores, and weed, baby. That's Oklahoma. That's what they need a billboard. Be like, welcome to Oklahoma. I actually thought I would see a lot more in New Mexico for some reason. We drove through Albuquerque, and I saw a billboard for pot, but mm-hmm. I saw no shops. And we well, we it, kinda... it's 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 the way it's legislated, like the way that it's like they can't just build them. Oh, oh, like, yeah, within like, a certain distance of X, Y, or Z. Yeah, I guess. and then you can't have so many in this area, like. Uh, yeah, that's when they finally passed that mm-hmm. that bill for liquor or for uh, bars because yeah. like because uh, there was a bunch of bars that were they were uh, near churches and schools ah. and they couldn't serve uh, they could only serve beer they couldn't serve liquor and then they finally changed the law and like I mean a ton of bars just started serving liquor out of nowhere because it was because they were just within a certain amount of feet and they had to change that law because hmm. it was it was in, it was hindering business <laughs> try to keep the government out of it yes. as much as possible right now man. Just, just give just the, they them should, what they need right now it's perfect just what give the need, framework operate it. operate within this framework yeah perfect and, and you guys go nuts yeah. i don't know after learning and going through the process of doing my thing now it's a whole new i have i have a random thing i go have for something it. for you <clears throat> have you seen my peacock no i have a gift then Okay. You ready? Boom! Ooh. This is my peacock. Dirty. It's it's a tilt largo peacock. <laughs> That's I, cool, man. I, I put a button on it, and then on the back, it's got a patch and another button. This is merch. This is a merch yeah. idea, right here. Mm-hmm. That's the peacock. <laughs> <laughs> and you can you should put like something on there that says, "Have you seen my peacock? P, giant P, and then cock. Yeah, <laughs> peacock. This, this is for you guys for the, for the show. Awesome. I, like, oh, I yeah. wish we had more, more merch. We don't have t shirts or anything. Like we're we're in the process of making. Like we are a brand new band. Yeah. yeah. So well, I was gonna try and uh, kind of segue back into that. I'm always real curious to pick uh, pick people's brains on strategy because uh, 
when I started doing music and playing in bands, it was like, I just wanted to, I thought I knew or knew what I was getting into. Really, I just wanted to party my balls off and not be <laughs> serious about it. But once you start to learn that it is like essentially starting a company mm-hmm. and after that, the gates open and, and a lot of bands choose to release music and play shows a certain way. And it's always really interesting to see how they approach it from a business standpoint. I've noticed you guys have a lot of material and, but you guys haven't really done the live thing yet so much. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, is that a strategy or is it just, you just haven't been able to get in the same room at the same time so much? Well, like we've been like the three of us, it was first, it's been Denny and then Stiffy and then me. And that was formed back on Halloween. Okay. So, the three of us jammed for a while, and for a while couldn't find drummers, auditioned several different drummers, several different drummers, and then we finally found Justin. Justin fit the bill, is great. He, he's not quite available all the time, but neither are all of us. Right. Everybody has their own lives, so working together. So Danny writes a lot of the songs, and, and then we all come in and put our spin and our take on it. So, Well, um, all right, so... If we were to, if you were to, to introduce the the listeners we have, we get a few hundred listeners a week. Um, what would be the song that you would say oh. that's our band Tilt Largo? Oh, and do we have it where we can I play it? Know. This is a two part question. Well, <laughs> uh, what songs did did, did 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 we send you? Did we? Send I have you? a SoundCloud up. So. Yeah, SoundCloud okay. yeah. up. Oh, he Let's sent me go. those songs. But yeah, they but didn't he have sent songs on there. Yeah, Ooh, didn't have titles. Uh, See, okay, we can go Hollow's Eve or Gay on a Beach or Euro Trash. Is that Guyana or Ga- Gay on a Beach? It's Ga- Guyana. Okay, oh, it's like okay. It, it's yeah, it's a uh, Jonestown. <laughs> Stiffy is like a, oh yeah, yeah. Stiffy's Guyana quite beach. a talented uh, lyricist. So sweet, man. He he writes some pretty deep songs, like like Lady in a Bloody Dress. That's that that's a fun song to listen to. Once you figure it out, you'll be like, "Oh, that's that's just nasty." <laughs> but it doesn't sound nasty. It's just lady in bloody dress. <laughs> so, which one? Oh. Um, if you have guy on a beach, that one's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Let's do it.
That was yeah. cool, man. Yeah. It's yeah, a good yeah. tune. Yeah, it's about Jonestown. Fucking, yeah, we were talking bass tone on the yeah. when we were playing, and I was like, that definitely has, definitely punches through the mix, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, you did say thank that you. was more of a practice session. It sounded yeah. good. I oh, mean, thank you. Yeah, thank I'm, you. Um, where are you guys at as far as... Uh, um, I know you guys are maybe looking to book in the future, but oh, yeah. um, as far to. as releasing like something, you, you guys got a batch of songs that are ready to go. We, we have eight songs that we're just waiting to pretty much get into the studio and just lay down. Okay. Now our our drummer he he has been practicing a lot, like he's been working a lot on learning how to record and do a really good job, and that that's what like he kind of mixed that to make it sound as good as that is. Yeah. But. He he just built a new machine, a new computer, so he plans on trying to record us, or we might look at getting into a studio, depending. We'd like to get something out there soon for everybody. Yeah, and <clears throat> that's something I talk with a lot of guys, too, is um, with the new digital age, and you're able yeah. to do this shit in, a, in your room. Mm-hmm. What have been your previous experiences just as a musician, um, and what do you prefer? Do you like the studio experience, or are you good um, at just plugging in, and I want to shape it and do it myself? Man, I it just depends on like what studio you like you go to. Like if you go to like Bell Labs, that one's that one's pretty nice. If you go to Castle Row and you get to see the the old like theater part and play in there, like you can just hear like the tone bounce off the walls yeah. and just like. So it all just depends on what you're really going for. If you want something quick and easy, man, just plug into a computer and just go. Yeah. Like use your midis, like get an electric drum set. That that's actually what what you're like through that recording was just an electric drum set. Oh cool. So. Well, and it's like uh, like traditional studios too. It's like and I guess even now with your full on digital stuff, uh, the room itself is kind of an instrument, especially when you're dealing with mics, analog, you know, tube amps. Mm-hmm. That was one of the experiences I had when I was doing a recording was like, yeah, you turn that tube amp off, go home at night. It's it's going to sound slightly different. Humidity changes at night, temperature drops, and you're not going to ever get that tone again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got all, yeah, it's got, yeah, can't move, can't move your mics, uh, but it'll be close. But, I don't know. It's, it's, it'll forever be the yeah. argument, you know. Yeah, see, that, that's why whenever I've uh, tried to record with people in the past, like, because I, I, I play through an SVT, so that's all tube, bass cab. Like my, I use my fridge, punchy. Like, so when I record, I like to use that, and they 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 have to mic me and everything, and I want to just record the whole song, and that's it. I just want to finish my part because if I know if I change, like like you said, then the next day if I come in and have to work (laughs) on that, it's going to be different. Yep. So a lot of times I'll give them like like just single notes. So like if if I did hit a flubby one, cut and paste, they could just be like, okay, (laughs) this new digital era is just. It's a trip, man. Yeah. But and, but in a weird way, it's made a lot of bands uh, better when they bring it to the stage. And in a lot of w- other ways, it's made a lot of bands like, oh, they I, don't actually do that because they can't bring yeah. it live. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's see, all nice and polished. See, and I, and, I, and I played with a different band also that like everything, like we had backing tracks pulling behind us. So like, like if I missed a note, nobody would even notice. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, all right, well. I guess I can play around a whole lot more. Shout out to Motley yeah. Crue, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, about, about that. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, well, hey, let's, let's do another song. You want to do another one? Yeah. What do we got? Well, um, let's, let's do... Or... Well, uh, you have Hollow's Eve? Mm-hmm. Let's do Hollow's Eve. Let's do Eve. it. 
What was that one called? Uh, Hollow's Eve. Hollow's Eve. That was a good song. Yeah, right? that, that's actually kind of about our making of the band because we were born on Hollow's Eve. Nice. Halloween. That's when I went over there and met Stiffy and Denny and we learned some music. Well, it seems like y'all have a lot of different kind of influences to come through. I mean, I was talking to Denny a little bit through Facebook and he was like, where would you, you know, what would you call it? And I'm like, I mean... I don't know if it's anything is one thing anymore. Like you said, it's all rock and roll at the end of the day. But uh, there's definitely a lot of little, uh, you know, uh, different influences, even maybe going back to rockabilly and and that kind of uh, with the lyrics and how they're laid over the Mm -hmm. over the groove. But I like it. Yeah. Yep. Stiffy's worked real hard to get where he's at on the lyrics like so. Well, um, as far as future, where do we go from here, man? Uh, we're, um, we're trying. We're looking for places to book us, like so. If, Jonathan, yeah, we yeah. need some bookers. Well, I uh, like I said, I I contacted a, bur- a booker on it that does uh, rock and punk and just different yeah. types of music and stuff. And she's been she's been booking a lot of good shows. So, um, so yeah. What's got um, Reggie? Yeah. Reggie, I'll, I'll, I'll even send her this episode whenever it comes out. Okay, so. yeah. I'll uh, I'll just Sweet. I'll send you Reggie's. Uh, I think he does Facebook exclusively. I think that's the mm-hmm. only way you can contact him. Um, but yeah, he does a lot of the punk bands. Uh, He's the old uh, owner yeah. of the Green Door. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he wow. was, yeah, and uh, but but he does Green Door booking now. So like, it's not you know obviously he doesn't own a venue no more, but mm-hmm. but he does still book bands for and usually for like the 89th right. and places like yeah. that. Seems like he's yeah. a good place. He he came on and. Uh, He's he's, he's ready. Like, yeah, he seems like he's yeah. he's in a good place and making this thing happen. So uh, oh, sweet, yeah. That's um, what, yeah we need we, had, we had another one, Mark Mark Stevenson. Yeah. I, um, but I know his wife passed away. Yeah, so yeah. Actually, slowing down. Actually, I'm I'm sorry. This is going to be selfish of me for my other band, Five Dollar Thrill. August twenty seventh, there is a benefit no show. Okay. For, oh, for them for Mark awesome. Stevens and yeah, his wife. Yeah. So yeah, I'll um, uh, definitely put that on there. Uh, let me see let me see i pulled up the details my wife had to play with my phone <laughs> so i don't know what's goddamn women not so yeah you. it'll be a uh, saturday august 27th you'll have uh, another round dog wall hunt you'll have my other band five dollar thrill then there'll be an exclusive sign of lies which sonalizes Eric. eric's yeah. his mother yeah so yeah. and then perseus and then n-o-t so oh, where's that at? That that'll be at the 89th Street. 89th Street Collective. Yeah, August 27th. Yeah. Saturday. Saturday. August 27th. Starting. Oh, man, at we need 7 to we need to get on set up over at that show because we oh. basically had every single band that you just named yeah. off on our show. I know. So yeah. We need to get with these bands. <laughs> well, I know, man. It's uh, speaking of future plans. Go talk like, to 89. <laughs> all all of my resources at this point are going into 13th Step. So if you want me to be at your uh-huh. show, you you need to reach out and tell me about a week in advance. Hey, buddy. Uh, hey, buddy. This is about a week or so in advance. Um, August, August 27th. At, uh, uh, the doors exactly, are 6 Exactly six seven PM. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my other band is going to be playing this benefit show. <laughs> So um, I, I expect you there now. Awesome. Mm, right. I'm we'll, gonna hold pinky swear. We'll try to get. To, I'll try to. I'll oh. try. I, I will oh. try. How about you, bud? I got it. Oh, I will Six try. Titties. <laughs> we'll definitely try. No, I like those guys. And Eric, he's been on the show, oh. and, and Mark came with him, and um, uh, that was just terrible to hear that, man. Yeah. Uh, but um, all right, man. So um, Tilt Largo, look Til out Largo. for them yep. in the in the near future. We'll see if we can get you hooked up with maybe get y'all some gigs, and, uh, and then y'all are gonna look to press a release on. Heck Destin. yeah, heck right. it, man. 
when we get when we start getting set up, we will have to Absolutely. come back and like maybe have a a full on deal here. You know? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have you back on, man. Thank oh, you for coming yeah. on. Talk to us. See. All right, Jonathan. Tell the fine people how they can help us out if they so please to choose or so choose to do so. I'm way too high. <laughs> Uh, the uh, local earshot podcast we run on the value for value system, and that is uh, the three tenets of time, talent, and treasure. Uh, we value everybody's time for listening. We know that there's a million fucking podcasts out there that you could be listening to. Four. We're glad Last that you actually, uh, yeah, four million <laughs> uh, that you could be listening to, and we're glad that you chose to listen to us. Um, if you are an artist and you want to come on the show and interview with us, then you can hit me up at john at com or on our Instagram page that is the local earshot uh, and also our Facebook page. If you look it up, it's the local earshot. Um, and then as for treasure, if you want to donate to the show, then we take donations at com slash donate. Um, and there's a page on there. We take crypto. We take Cash App. We take Ventmo. We take PayPal. Pretty much any type of uh, transactional that you want to give us money, we will take your money. Uh, if you if you want to support us, um, but just by listening, then you can listen to the Fountain App .fm. Um, it's a really good app. There's a lot of good features in, in podcasting 2.0. Uh, there's features where you can like you see like images and all sorts of stuff that podcasts are doing. So there's a lot of cool cool things that people are doing with those apps. Um, and then uh, we are open to sponsorships. So if you are a business or if you're a production company or if you're in promotion or you're a booker or whatever it is and you want us to uh, like uh, do a um, – just a read or something like that, then um, then hit me up at john at com or Brad on our Instagram page and then we can kind of talk about we'll figure it know, out. the financials of it and everything like that and how we're going to go about doing that. So. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. I would say let's go smoke this bowl, but I'm not smoking for a minute. I'm pretty fucking stoned right now. How about you guys? Yeah, that good? pregame all was... Right. Uh, yeah, so. I'm all right. Let's, let's go party, baby. I'm golden. Oh, baby. <laughs> Thanks again for being on, man. Guys, take care, everybody out there. Be, be good to one another. We'll see y'all later. Bye.